Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, we're joined by Jonathan Mangum and Matthew Moore. And on tonight's episode, we'll hear all about Jonathan's improvisational journey. We'll play a couple games and most importantly, learn how he improved his life. Let's hit it. Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee Evans. And tonight, I'm joined by two very special guests. The first, the incredibly talented man of social media skill, incredible improviser, and Florida man, oh. Jonathan Mangum. <laughs> Wait, Florida man? Florida where, man. Where, where did that come from? Florida man. Oh, uh, no. Aren't you from Alabama? I am. Okay. I I am. Was, there was a few years spent in Florida. I was, I was some years in Florida, oh, yes. Oh. Alleged Florida man. Jonathan yes. Mango. Yes. And uh, our second guest, you may know him as the wearer of many hats, both literally and figuratively. The father of IFTP. Matthew Moore. That's all I get. That's, and that's enough. I'm oh, proud of that. Oh, he does improv sometimes, too. I'm proud of that. Is he here to, to babysit me? Is that why he's here? To I'm, make I'm, sure I don't say any wrong speak about improv? <laughs> no, that's not why I'm here at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt, he's on to us. He's on to us. I'm your, I'm your handler. I knew it. I'm your handler. Now, you didn't, Michael, you didn't say I'm, I'm like the Indiana man. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah. The Boilermaker himself. That's it. Oh, you did your homework. Matthew Moore. Well, Purdue, right? I'm a Purdue grad. Purdue. Yeah. I'm a Purdue person. You went to college, really? I went to college, yeah. yeah like, asked, like yeah. You, you took classes there? No, no, I, I worked at the bookstore. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was the, I thought you got lost and stepped onto the campus once. <laughs> yeah, no, I was lost, and they said, now hiring, so I, I worked at the bookstore for four years. Yeah. I went to Purdue University. I'm a graduate. Wow. <laughs> Where'd you go to school? Uh, I, went to, I went to several different colleges. Oh. I went to... Valencia Community College. Okay. I went to Louisiana State University. You did? Yeah. LSU. I didn't know that. Go One Tigers. Year. Yeah, go Tigers. Oh, you're G- a big they spell it G-E-A-U-X. Go Tigers. Yeah, yeah, go. And uh, go the University of Central Florida is where I ultimately got a degree. Ah. Uh, but. Okay. I, I don't want to usurp Michael's uh, role here, but what did you get a degree in? Uh, psychology. You did? Yes. I, I did. did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting that you would ask that question. What does it mean that I... <laughs> <laughs> What's behind that, Jonathan? <laughs> I have uh, I have a degree in in, in hotel management. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you like? Uh, hey, there's uh, thirty <laughs> open rooms. There's twenty eight people. How, how do you fit them in? Kind of classes. What's your next question? <laughs> I go, yeah, I paid a lot of money to learn how to do that. All right, I gotta yeah. ask. What's turn down service, man? Yeah. Well, turn down service is a is a <clears throat> nightly service that some high end hotels offer where housekeeping will go in when the guest is out and about and they uh, lower the lights. They might warm the room with a little music. They turn the sheets down. So it's very welcoming when the guests come back after their evening, they clean the toilet, they refresh the linens and the towels and they, uh, uh, you know, might put new soap in, draw the drapes and uh, there you go. Nice. Do they, they turn on the, the bows? They use, uh, yeah. iPhone Remember player. That? Yes. That's yeah. still around though, right? Yeah, it's still around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. But, you know, some hotels are getting, well, this has nothing to do with anything for this podcast anyway, but uh, some hotels uh, take a little heat for turndown service now because it's a little environmentally unfriendly to do that. Oh. It's, not, it's superfluous. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's enough mm. of that. Mm. That's, that's a big controversy. 
Well, I don't know if it's a big contrast. We might have to do a separate episode. That's a whole, other a whole That's a whole podcast. Yeah. That's a whole. The environmental Turn, turn down for what? It's called. Thank mm. you. What's it called? Turn down for what? <laughs> <laughs> then, the, then there's theme, theme song. Well, that's a, you haven't heard that song? What? Turn <laughs> down for what? <laughs> turn down for what? Do, 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 John? Yeah. Now, you two are far more culturally aware than I will ever be. You know that about me. I don't know anything. You don't know anything. I don't. He doesn't turn down. For what? Okay. Who can say? Um, all right. Uh, so, yeah, thank you both for coming on the show. Uh, just as we're getting started with our episode, uh, Jonathan, if you could just give a brief introduction of yourself, your relationship to... Jonathan Mangum, Jonathan six foot Mangum. two. <laughs> all ten fingers. Great See, profile. This is not an audition. I'll be reading for... Uh, I'm not? It's no. not an audition? No. Uh, my name's Jonathan Mangum. I am from Alabama. I went to school in Florida. I started an improv group that started, I joined an improv group there with a fellow improviser, Wayne Brady. Who's that? Uh, he is a fellow improviser. Mm. We moved to Los Angeles in 1995. We did improv shows and then Wayne got Who's Line and then Wayne invited me to go on the road with him and invited me to do the game show and Who's Line with him. And that is four sentences for your consumption. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Well structured. And uh, Matthew Moore. Yeah, I love following that introduction. (laughs) Matthew Moore, uh, best of luck. Uh, Could you give us a (laughs) four-sentence introduction? I know this is your second time on the show. Yeah. Uh, Many of our listeners know you personally, but, uh, you know, just to remind them. Uh, Matthew Moore, I am a Pisces. I founded Improv for the People in 2008. And last, last month we celebrated 15 years of the studio, and that's exciting. I grew up. Um, you grew up? In, in, oh, I'm growing up. I'm growing up. Uh-huh. No, no. I hope I never do. Who wants to grow <laughs> no. up? God. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Indiana, but I've lived in LA for a long time. This is uh, this is definitely my home. And yeah, I love to improvise. I'm a stand up comic. Uh, I like to write sketch. I like to perform sketch. I like. I'm an actor, and there you go. And could you show us your hands, please? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Where, what camera am I looking at? Uh, there's only one. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Thank you both so much. I'll uh, hang on to those uh, hand images for later. Yeah, um, creepy. You know, it's going to be important. They really make uh, you do that, by the way, in, in commercial auditions. They want to make sure you're not really? missing a finger or have mm. a big old cut. So you have to show your hands mm. and do your profiles. Just, yeah. That wasn't just some random shit I was doing. So you do you interview? You don't do commercials. No, I, I do. I do. Oh, you do? I, I don't have as much time to do them uh, as oh, okay. I used to, but I used to, I mean, it's, gosh, I'd say from the year 1998 to 2005, okay. it's like mostly what I did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love them. Would you do them again? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. Here's a, here's a question I'm going to throw at you. If you could... Would you take one of those like long-term advertisement deals like uh, Flow from Progressive, right? She's been Flow for a long time or, uh, you know, one of those roles. Stephanie Courtney is the young lady. Yes. Courtney, yeah. Yes. Fantastic improviser, She's right? great. Groundling. She's lovely. Yeah. 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 Um, would you take one of those deals if offered to you? Uh, I would be so fast out of this yes. room. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> is the answer to that. All right. Yes, is the answer. And if there was a dream company, you could be the face of... What would that company be? A dream company? Yeah, dream company. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Maybe he should get a couple improvisers on the show because then they would think they would be funny. Fun. Where, where that's a great idea. We've been yeah. looking. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great. Maybe Stephanie Courtney could come on. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I'd like to be the like the face of uh, like a, one of those European 
you riverboat cruises, those real high end. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they're elegant. Fancy a trip down the Thames? <laughs> no, I'm Matthew Moore. Join us down the Thames. Why hear this angry Scott? Dinner every night. Why are you so angry? <laughs> you had to ask yourself that while you're so angry. I, you're the one who did that. that. That's Matthew Moore. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, would you like me to do John of the Mango? Yeah. <laughs> Behind door number three is a Toyota Prius. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> if you ever get sick, yeah. and I don't wish that for you. No, no, no. no you don't. I don't wish that yeah, for you. I know you don't. But, uh, you know, Wayne, if you're listening. <laughs> hey, hello. Oh, I would be the face of Brother Printers. Um. <laughs> hey. I like printing. Don't you? Brother? No. Color in black and white. Mm-mm. Office charts Mm-mm. for you. Brother. The name in printers <laughs> since nine. Why does it keep going? I don't, <laughs> just I don't when, write the copy. I read the copy. When, just when you think it's over. I read the copy. They edit it for the commercial. Are you done? Is there more? The story of Brother begins in the year 1500. Bef- wow. Papyrus. No. That's an old... A papyrus is older than 1500. No, but Brother implemented it. I see. The, yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, Matt, I'm... Have re- you been down the Danube in August? It's a lovely trip through the, wine, through the wineries and pastures of Austria and Germany. How do I change this channel? <laughs> Please sign up for your next riverboat oh, cruise on the Danube Express. This is a, we'll cut this. Okay, okay good, good. <laughs> the Danube Express. Fantastic. All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, before we jump into the main portion of our interview, we got to play some three things here on Improv oh. for the podcast. Uh, a tradition here on the show. Uh, I'm going to give each of you three categories. You, as quickly as possible, are going to list three things from each of those categories. Jonathan, I'll yes. have you go first. Okay. Um, so as is tradition, here we go. These are three things. Number one. Ham. Uh, no, no. Well, he's, he's you said a- list three things. You just said three things. Oh, I've got to give you the category. Well, My now mistake. I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now you're prepared. All right. First category. Uh, three different ways folks mispronounce your last name. Ragnum, Schmagnum, Ham. That was three. Very nice, very nice. Next category. Uh, three, <laughs> three, three best snacks to eat on set. Pickles. What? Josh Jar of Jar of beef jerky. Did you uh, say Josh Groban? Parkles, Jar of beef jerky, and Josh Grobins. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what all those are. Uh, just, last category. Um, I think it's a deeper cut. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons slang or vernacular. Uh, dandy hoop knobs and dice for nerds. Dice for nerds. All right, all right. Very nice. Very nice. I can feel the listenership going down. People, no, there's will we'll be no listeners at this point in the show. No. Okay. Great. You can't go down from zero, Matt. No, no. that's right. You can only go up. <laughs> all right, uh, Matt. Here we go. These yeah. are three things. Okay. Uh, three nicknames you wish you had but don't. Oh, uh, strong boy. Uh, 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 sexy beast and uh, boy, boy. <laughs> a lot of boys in there. All yeah, right, uh, yeah. next category. Uh, yeah. Three new things at IFTP since you were last on the show. Oh, uh, <clears throat> our lofts have been remodeled. Uh, we're doing more shows than we used to, and we have more members than we used to. Very nice. Very Was nice. he supposed to try to be funny on that one? This, we do, we're doing facts right now. Oh, oh okay. We're doing facts. We're, we're good. FAX. It's okay. coming in right here. <laughs> <laughs> on a brother fax player. On the brother fax. Oh. Fax players are what they were called. The fax player. <laughs> yes. Do you know what the fax is? It's an itinerary of your trip down the Danube. No, please oh, change, change the channel. <laughs> he is good. He's good. He's good. He's quick. He's good. 
It's good. Uh, last category, man. You're not off the hot seat. Um, okay. Three, oh, how do I phrase this? Three lifetime statistics you wish you could keep track of. For example, how many chips you've eaten over the course of your life? Uh, how, how many showers have I taken? How many, <clears throat> how many neighbors have I made upset? And uh, how, many, uh, how many girls have checked me out? These are three, three things. things. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, well done. Uh, now, Jonathan, I, I think, you know, I took a shot and I missed. I was doing a deep dive. It might have been on your Twitter page. Okay. Are you, are you a D&D player? I am. Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. Okay, good. I saw there was a link and then you know, I was like, I'm just going to throw it on we there. Me for, you, you, you wanted me to do three D&D. Like slang or vernacular. Slang, but so everyone calls it D&D. And there's, That's true. There's no, <laughs> there's no other. That's true. <laughs> From within the game, I guess. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, well, see. Uh, that was my mistake. That, I should have clarified more in the category. It, yeah, you should really be more prepared. I don't think the question was clear. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Michael. Thanks, yeah. man. I You're appreciate welcome. your feedback. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, very nice. Well, thank you so much for playing three things. Sure. Um, okay. Now, Michael, three underrated snacks. Three Go. Underrated snacks. Mm-hmm. Chex Mix, but just the brown rye chips. Okay, one. Um, uh, flavor Blasted Goldfish. Two. Uh, Pickles, but the whole one, the big one at Disneyland. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. See? Disney pickles. Disney pickles. That gets a reaction. You're in Adventureland, right? You just got off Indiana Jones. You saw that uh, great Harrison Ford animatronic. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. grab a big pickle. Just like I big. could walk a little further to the Dole pineapple, but I really just want some sour vinegar in my mouth exactly. right now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Best Good. place to get them. Can't grab that pickle fast enough. Nope. <laughs> oh. What? Then you have a pickle. No girls have checked you out. What's the next question? <laughs> All right. Um, so, Jonathan, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into our interview. And uh, just to start off, I want to ask, in your life, when was the first time you heard about, learned about, saw maybe a whisper of improv? When, did, when were you first introduced? The first time I was at... Louisiana State University taking an acting class and it was a like just a kind of an exercise in the middle of class but that didn't really count it was like you know like you if, if you smoke weed the first time you don't get high so like it was that I was like what I don't under, what it huh and then years later I was in Orlando and I went our friend, my friends go let's go see a comedy show and went to see this thing called comedy sports yeah no. like what is that and I could not believe it I could not believe they were making it up I was laughing so damn hard I walked up I said, hey, you guys, this show, Brian Howard and James Newport, this, I can't believe they go, yeah, well, we teach classes. Come on. I was like, okay. So I also didn't know that once you've taken two classes, they just put you in the show. So oh, that no. happened. So wow. I was thrown on stage, horrified, and uh, wasn't good. That's not true. It is true. I swear. This is Orlando, and this was, we were, they were doing shows in, a second, in the second level of a pizza hut with one long table with 20 chairs. And it was Friday nights, and it would, people would fill it up, and, and they would just do comedy sports, and they just put you in. That's incredible. Explain the game in one class, and then the next week you were on stage. Wow. Yeah. 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 Did you go out to pizza after the shows? Yeah, well, so the funny thing is, the people don't always eat all their pizzas. They, they leave <laughs> no, us. Come on. We would just go to the table and eat that shit right off the table. I mean, I was yes. 19 years old and yes. poor. And, I do that now. Yeah. Oh. oh. Just go into Pizza Hut and eat off the... I was just caught up in your story. (laughs) (laughs) I probably would do it. Yeah, you would. 100%. Yeah, but that's when I first saw it and I got it. I was like, oh. And um, prior to that, like growing up, were you interested in performing? Was that something you enjoyed doing? I know you mentioned you were in an acting class. Yeah, I mean, I did it a little bit. Like we had... 
my grade school. I think yeah. I played Jesus in the the, wow. the Easter play, uh, but I was like, they kept trying to tell, tell me to take my shirt off, and I was like, this Jesus is wearing a T-shirt because I am horrified that I was so skinny. Like I, w- I wouldn't even take my shirt. I was a guy at the pool that left his shirt on. Yeah, mm. I was like I am. Jesus is not. T-, and they no. get, they got mad at me. And their sister Rhoda was like pretty adamant that Jesus was not going to wear a shirt. And I was like, Jesus is wearing a shirt. Yeah. Uh, and that was like seventh grade. But not, I wasn't really like, oh, I want to be an actor. That didn't happen until I actually moved to Orlando. So. Mm. All right. All right. And you, and you know, Jesus was human too. So I think your take on his character. How did how. How do they know Jesus wasn't ha- wearing shirts? I, it's not in there. It's not. It's not in there. It's not. I checked. Thank you. Yeah. Thank well, you. you might want to look at Ecclesiastics 15. Oh, well, how does that go? Yeah, uh, Jesus that. wore a shirt. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so you're right. You were, oh, just, I should have gone the other way with that. No, that's the one verse uh, I didn't read. That comes right after Mary wept. Mary wept. Jesus wept. Jesus wore a shirt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 And then he said that's the next verse after. Yeah, yeah Jesus wept. Shortest verse of the Bible. Jesus it is. wept. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a couple of whatever happened to Sister Rhoda? Sister Rhoda, I have no idea. She probably reached out to her. No. Okay. <laughs> no way. She might be listening right now. She might be. She might. She be. might be a huge improv fan, and she's probably 112. She's 112. So she's probably doing okay. A she's young right. 112. A young 112. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. So you get kind of wrangled into this comedy sports, right? Two classes, boom, you're on stage. And what was your experience like in those first couple of performances? It was it was horrifying but addictive. I would throw up before every show. I was just horrified. I was just wow. so scared. And they called me the caffeine kid because I would just run out there and like tense up. It's like, and just like, just try to get anything out. And, and because I was so awkward, I started getting laughs. Wasn't doing good improv, but because I was just, this super skinny pole caffeine kid that's just you see his face turning red and his eyes are darting around and that, that's I, I'm assuming that's why people were enjoying it um, and that that was like a man, probably like six months of just being horrified and vomiting before every show it's mm. crazy yeah wow yeah. but you stuck with it for some reason because it was too much months. fun it was yeah. too much fun yeah. it was like oh my gosh you put and up the free food mm. that's what it is I did not have money I did not come for money so that yeah. was Literally, free food was yeah. a huge deal. Yeah, I mean, totally. a 19-year-old to pizza, that's, that's yeah. just a magnetic connection. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Do you, were you playing with the same people every show? Yeah, it was, it was probably the same seven or eight people. And comedy sports is one referee and two teams of two or three. Uh-huh. And comedy sports is really good at simple games that, like, if you, if you can't think of something funny, there's just basic rules to go back to that'll always... Safety net. Yeah, kind of thing. plenty of safety nets in that show. So, yeah. Um, I like, when, when I'm talking about teaching improvisers, I like starting from short-form comedy because they, they, there's all these beautiful little crutches that you can just lean on, and then you can jump out of the box a little bit and maybe try, and then, then you can go back, and the audience still has a good time, and they still feel secure. So I, I prefer the short-form first, long-form later. I know some people like to do the other way around, but that's just how I learned it and how I like to teach it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, six months, the caffeine kid is building a, a reputation. He, he throws up, he eats pizza, and he kills on the stage. Um, so, you're doing comedy sports in Orlando, and did it reach a point you kept with comedy sports and were like, okay, what else can I do with this improv, or, or what was your next step? So, there was a theater down the street called SAC Theater Comedy Lab, still there in Orlando, Florida. It, it was uh, like the second city of Orlando, hmm. right? But it wasn't tourists. It was mostly just locals that would go, and they were doing 13 shows a week. Wow. Three on Friday, three on Saturday. They had 150 seats, packing them out. 
um, they sent some spies to come look at the comedy sports show to see if anyone would f- help, you know, that they wanted to poach. Yeah. They poached me. They brought mm. me over to do theater sports. And so bigger stage. Now, instead of 15 people eating pizza, it was 150 people. Um, that's where I met Wayne. He had just started doing it there, and I met everyone else that would become the House Full of Honkies, which was the name of our improv group mm. that moved out to L.A. together. Uh, so, yeah, did that for probably about three years. So they, they came to the Pizza Hut Yes, said, that guy, that kid, he, he's housing a slice of pepperoni right now. We want him. They did. They wow. absolutely did. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay, so this, the, the Pizza Hut, that was a big deal. Like, people were coming in and selling out that 20-seat table. It, it really, it was great. Yeah. It, really, it really was. And at the time, you have to understand that improv was not everywhere yeah, like yeah. it is now. Yeah. It was still like a crazy magic trick. Like, what? Yeah. Like, people had never heard of it <laughs> before. So their friends that went the week before would bring their friends to the next Friday night. You're not going to believe this. They make this up. Um, and uh, it was still pretty new. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty amazing. You know, people show up every week. Their minds are blown. They, they were, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of shows in a week, right? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then we started doing classes. I, I kind of helped them create their SAC Theater University. So we had, you know, four levels of classes, yeah. beginner, intermediate, advanced, blah, blah. And then the people in the final class would get to join the Sunday group, which was the, you know, the, the B-level players on their way to becoming A players. Yep. That whole thing. Um, but unlike Los Angeles, where I feel like that's kind of necessary for a theater to survive, uh, at the time, you know, in the, in the 90s, we were surviving off just ticket sales. That mm. was... Mm. That was keeping the theater alive. The, so. the show ticket sales. The show ticket sales, yeah. yeah. Right. <clears throat> I mean, doing 13 shows a week, selling out, yeah. 50, 150 seats, man, that's amazing. It was great. It's, it, was, it, yeah. was very, it was very local. Like, it wasn't, like, people in Second City had, hadn't heard of us. Yeah. And we had heard of them. But because we were this kind of, the only improv in town, really, except for comedy sports, but they were much smaller. Yeah. And it wasn't a tourist attraction, but it was just mostly all the local high schools and colleges would, would come. It was a family show, too. It was clean. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's... That's really cool. That was yeah, SAC Theater. They're still going. Still going strong. Wow, that's In fantastic. Orlando. Have you gone back and done a show? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, during those three years that you were there, it sounds like, I mean, there was a huge amount of exponential growth. I mean, you were coming in. There were lots of changes happening in the program. A lot of talent coming in the door, yourself included. Um, what made you want to make the leap so you you were here in florida you were working at the sac theater you know putting on tons of shows teaching classes developing curriculum all these different things and then at some point there there was a decision to be made right yeah let's go to los angeles i started to sub at a place called the comedy warehouse disney has opened this thing no longer they're called pleasure island Mm. it was literally an island and there were 10 bars on this island each one different theme there was a country western with live music there was the adventurers club with characters walking around like did you spot the buffalo last week like an, uh, an 80s club and then there was a comedy club and it was a highly produced disney improv show mm. a 40 minute show we did five a night so i started doing that and started just hearing more people that were making a living at acting mm. i was making a living at sac but it was a 19 year old's idea of a living, like, yeah. you know, 20 grand a year, which is like, yeah. woo, I made it. Um, <laughs> so then one of the people that was doing SAC theater, his name is D Baker, ha, who has gone on to do uh, thousands of voiceovers. Yeah, he's Daffy Baker. Duck. He does all the star Wars things. He was, he's a, uh, uh, 
Percy the Platypus and Phineas and Ferb. Mm. Uh, he had moved to L.A. and had started to have some success in commercials. So I called him up and he's like, you should move, man. You should move. And I was like, okay. So I moved out, lived with him for a little while, him and his wife, Michelle. And pretty soon afterwards, just started make, booking commercials, which was, which was great. Uh, and then over the first year of me living here in L.A., I convinced the rest of our improv group, which included Wayne, that we should all move to L.A. and do shows here. Yeah, it was time to make that jump. Yeah. It was like, hey, guys, yeah. this is great. Like, there's something here for us. There's a market. There's something here. I had gotten my SAG card in Orlando because there was some filming in Orlando at the time. So mm-hmm. did an episode of Sequest and some Nickelodeon shows. Clarissa explains it all. And so I, I knew that if I came to, to L.A., I would have this SAG card, which is kind of a, a leg up on someone just getting off the bus. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Someone showing up with, like, a backpack and a dream. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> It's amazing. Okay, so when, when you moved to L.A., how do you feel your improv experience helped you make that transition coming over into the film world over here? Um, it, was, uh, it was great when, when all auditions used to be live. Like, going on tape was super rare. And, you know, being a, someone that can improv and riff with people and walking in the room and being funny if something went wrong during the audition. But one time I got a job because I was doing the scene in a poster in the office just kind of, kind of fell down and I like incorporated that into the, without missing a beat. I was like, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, Bobby hangs the posters up and just like, and they were so like, I wasn't even, I'm sure I wasn't the best actor for the job, but because they were like so impressed that I took that and put it That's into good. the script, they're like, he's book him. And <laughs> sometimes it, it comes down to that. And that's it's not the best actor. It's just what, you know, what makes them go, Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was a huge help. It's it's less helpful now that everything's on tape. Yeah, because uh, I, I don't I can't do that. I can't go in a room and have a fun story and, and riff with people. It's like, no, I'm just going to record and send it in like everybody else. And Most we'll, actors say the other way around, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was like like I'm not a better actor than other people, but that that was my magic skill was yeah. that. And so maybe their magic skill is they're good actors. <laughs> so it's like it's, it's just a disadvantage for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a good point because I know, yeah, with self-tape, you just kind of lose that energy of being in the room. And for you those do. who have that skill, I mean, you come in, you take yeah. over, and you make an impression. Yeah, and people can, for self-tape, maybe they'll do 100 takes, right? And yeah. then they'll get it on one. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're going to hire them. They're going to show up. Are they going to mess up 99 times? Cause it, so it's, I, I don't like driving, but it still was a better way to audition yeah. Than, yeah. than what we have yeah. now. Yeah, it's a different way to yeah, do yeah. everything. Now... Back in that time when you moved to L.A., I imagine that maybe improv training wasn't as common among actors as it is now. I mean, you know, everyone, they get an agent first thing. Oh, but I take an improv class. Put that on your resume. That'll mm. look good for commercial auditions. So I imagine, too, that was a unique skill that probably helped out a ton. Like you said, get in the room. Oh, Bobby hangs the posters. And just that was an asset that I bet not everyone had. Yep. Yeah. Was that a question? I don't know. <laughs> that was a, a nice little recap. True fact. True fact. fact. Did you say yeah. facts? Yes. Oh, there's a new fact. That one is. Whoa. Who's that from? Oh, it's from. <laughs> it's from Seine River Cruises. Oh. S E I N M E. That's, a, that's S- a river in France. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Wow. Have you always wondered about. Where's the camera? Have you always wondered about a trip down the Seine? Well, now is your lucky chance. Why am I from Ireland all of a sudden? Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh. So as we can see, not every actor has those improv Thank skills. You so exactly. Thank you so much, Thank you. We're looking for a new camera. podcast host. Oh, really? Interesting. I don't know anybody. Okay. 
I'm right here. <laughs> All right. Um, so amazing. So you got everyone kind of excited. This SAC theater group that you had, you got friends moving over. You're like, guys, 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 come on to LA, come yep. on to LA. Um, and what's there a point you moved out here? You're doing commercial auditions, maybe booking some TV shows, things like that. Um, did you have a hankering to continue doing improv when you moved out here? Yeah. So, um, our improv group, the House Full of Honkies, we did probably five or six years, different places. Uh, one was the Acme Theater, which was off of La Brea at the yeah. time. We did one show a week. Um, we had a really fun format called You Bet Your Honky. It was a lot of wagering, like which team you think would, would win oh. with regular people. Um, we had we shot two television pilots with the group that you know neither one went, but at least we got all the way to making a pilot, which was great. Um, and then after that, um, I was on the road with Wayne a lot so doing after, corporate shows doing no doing touring so touring yeah doing theaters got it um like 3,000 seat venues uh we were out almost every weekend for, from like the year 2001 to like maybe 2010 11 ish wow. um and then Wayne did a residency in Vegas for a year five nights a week we did the Venetian an improv show um so just a, a lot of uh, touring with Wayne, which was great because you know there was a there was a strike and um, a couple of times and different things where people just couldn't work, and <clears throat> Wayne is extremely loyal and he's you know I have so much fun improvising with him because we we know each other so well so it's getting to go on the road with your best friend and and have a good time as opposed to you know some job where you might not like your boss or it was it was great it was so great I can't complain about those years yeah wow that's so. 10 years or so on the road then. Just yeah, to, I mean, we still do it now, but just not at that intensity. Yeah, less frequency. Yeah. Would you say that uh, kind of the opinion or uh, almost maybe the style of improv differs depending on where you are in the country? Um, no, I think every place has its, you know, short form versus long form. And I think, you know, short form was out of fashion for a while. Mm. But I think an audience prefers short form just every time. It's just... Not L.A. or New York, where everyone has seen a lot of improv. Yeah. And, and, and so, but I think just in general, like the average person across the country, they just want to show up. They just want to laugh. Mm -hmm. Relax. Yeah. They want to, yeah. and, and when you change the games every five minutes, it's something new. It's like changing the channel, right? Um, which isn't to say there aren't amazing long forms, there aren't amazing short forms, but from what I see, at least when I was doing it, short form was kind of what they preferred. And that's what Wayne and I would do. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I would agree that I think the general audience, yeah, they like yeah. short form. But here in L.A., we're all oversaturated. <laughs> it's just like, I want to see something new and dangerous. And Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they both have advantages. I've always, I've always never really discriminated between them. It's like it's funny or it's not. I, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen long forms that started off hilarious and then just died oh. and short forms that started you know what you never see is a is a crappy show that then turns around like once <laughs> once it's gone gone o over the cliff you cannot pull up it, yeah. it just there is no warning <laughs> yeah. warning it just, you're you're done Can't um, bring it back. so it's it's funny or it's not mm. Mm. that's a good point all right so elephant in the room i gotta ask whose line is it anyway how long does it actually take to make an episode how long does it take yeah so our tapings are like four to five hours. And in that, depending on how well it's gone, Dan, the pr producer, will get anywhere from 
two to five episodes. Mm. So that's... Oh, wow. So sometimes after, you know, I think they do, they tape six days a year. That's it. Wow. And, and they, so he'll get... He'll get a season out yeah, of it. Yeah, a full season. Sometimes yeah. season and a half. Wow. Sometimes they'll take the clips of things that weren't used and put them in a compilation yeah. thing yeah, or right. like a bloopers thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the, he gets quite a quite a bit for his bang out of that. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, six quite a bit for his bang. That's not a he gets that's not a saying. Quite a bit for his bang. He gets he gets a bang. He gets for a his bang for his buck. buck. Yes, bang for his. That's bit. what it yes. is. Although I like quite a bit for his bang. Gets quite what do you get for your bang, Matt? Well, it's uh, it depends on what road or street I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm on Sepulveda, right, right, fifteen bucks. Okay, wow. But if I'm on Doheny, what about Doheny? Forty. Ooh. During the week and maybe at 45 on a Saturday. Nice. Yeah. How about the service road behind the airport? What is that? Free of charge. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Yeah. I pay. You pay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Got needs, Jonathan. I, I understand. I'm a man, not a machine. I, I understand. Mm. I understand. Have you ever had sex with jet fumes like in the air? Go on. No. Comedy sports, comedy sports, coming at your face, it's comedy sports. The caffeine kid lives on. Was that the real? That's the that's the theme. Yep. We need a theme at IFTP. We should do that. There, you know, there is a comedy sports theme. Yeah, that's great. You know, but no, but there's a real one that I am trying to remember. Oh, that wasn't it. No. Oh, take me out to see improv. There's a whole thing that they wrote to that. But you need IFTP needs a song. You write that for us. You put the I and F and the T and P. So, Michael, we need to hire a musician. To come up <laughs> we should hire your sons. They're musicians. They are. Yes. Yeah, very talented Their musicians. Their band is called Whim. Whim. They're at We're Whim, W-E-R-E-W-H-I-M on Instagram. Check them out. Yeah, you should check them out. They're fun. We're Whim. We're Whim. We're Whim. All right, all right. We're not We're Whim. We're Whim. Not We're Whim. Somebody actually <laughs> thought it was We're Whim, and they're like, is that like a we're, we're dog like a like slash, like a, like, a, like a woman werewolf? A We're Whim? We're Whim. Might have something there. We're Whim. I'm still worried about us putting T's in our piece, but <laughs> we're, we're not going to expand on that, though. <laughs> All right, uh, Jonathan. Yo. So I wanted to ask. Um, so can I get anyone a beverage while I'm sitting here? No, but when you get up, I'd like a you like a drink, a large, a large diet Dr Pepper. Would you like that? No, I don't. Because I, I could that. get that for you. But that's the closest diet drink that tastes like the real drink, don't you think? I, I All do. the diet drinks, diet Dr yes. Pepper is like you came real close, real close. Yeah. I think that's true. yeah, that's a good that's one. That's true. Yeah. It's the 23 flavors. It, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. They subtract one of them, the sugar, right? <laughs> the sugar, That's you're right. Subtract the sugar. Yeah. Now, Jonathan, do you have a rider? Do I have a what? A rider. A rider? Like when you come to a venue, do you have your rider like, oh, can I get a... Oh, oh no, I or, don't, oh. but, but Wayne, Wayne does. Um, and it's just like, make sure there's bottled water, make mm. sure that there's like, I think it's like two or three Subway sandwiches. It's nothing crazy. It's mm. like just in case we haven't eaten. Yeah. Um, coffee, stuff like that. Mm. Um, that's pretty standard. Some people ask for crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Always fascinates me to hear yeah. the stories of folks. And there's like, also there's also in a writer. There's like, okay, we need. There's a picture of the stage. Hmm. Two monitors here. Yeah. A keyboard here. Make sure there's a direct box. Like that is included in the writer. Yeah, the logistics. Yeah. I'm yeah. interested in the snack side of things. This this show's really just all about questions about snacks. Snacks are delicious. Pickles. Snacks on set. Snacks are so yeah. good. Jars of beef jerky. I mean. Jars of beef jerky. Jars. Yeah. Better than cans of beef jerky. Mm. Jars of the canned jerky. stuff, it's too juicy. There's yeah, it's very juicy. Liquid. You don't want a wet beef jerky. No, that, that's not beef jerky. No. The nah. beef jerky in, in, in inherently should be 
dry and tough to the pull. You should work in marketing. Thank wow. you very much. Wow. That's <laughs> Jacqueline's beef jerky. Otherwise, it's a beef Slurpee. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that gross? Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right, 7-Eleven, if you're listening. I think it's going to be. Uh, and you just missed July 11th. Oh, man. Just about I missed a couple what? months. July 11th. Oh, 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. They do yeah. free, free beef slurpees. Random 7-Eleven story. If mm. you go to Japan, which I went for the first time ever, yeah. mm. the food in the 7-Eleven is insanely delicious. Like oh. all of the roller food, all of the wrapped, like they have like sushi. But it is so good. Really? Like, and I'm not even joking. Wow. Like you can go on YouTube and, and read about this stuff, yeah. but it's crazy good. Wow. Like they take it very seriously. Good for that. Yeah. We can uh, take a lesson or two. We could. Well, yeah. I don't mean to diss American 7-Elevens. No, but you did. <laughs> but I did too. We did. We did. Yeah. Because, yeah. No, they, they, it's, it's crazy how good the quality, like everything is like fresh and delicious. I didn't believe it, of course. Yeah. Went there. I was just like, oh my God. That's so good to know. Because yeah. if you're out and about and you're running around doing things, you just grab something yeah. good right there. And yet you can't go walking down the street and eating it. Oh, they don't, that's they don't like it. Long. There's no trash cans either. So you have to buy it there, step to the side, yeah. eat it, put it in the trash, and then walk. But no one's walking with Cokes. No one's walking with hot, none of that. And it's perfectly clean because of it. Yeah. Chewing gum is a thing too, right? They don't... Uh, I didn't see anybody chewing gum. Yeah. They could have been. I want to go there. You had a good time there, didn't you? It was great. I yeah, loved it. I want to go there. Go to Japan. Go there to Japan. Go. The Japan Board of Tourism is loving this right now. <laughs> they are. I, they, I just got an email. Oh, cool. You did? Yeah. From that Japan so Board fast. of Tourism. Yeah. Well, it's much faster than that, brother. Facts. <laughs> the, J, the J-B-O-T? Yeah. J-B- J-Bot. 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 I, uh, what airline did you fly to Japan? Uh, I'm, I'm honestly going to try to remember. Oh, I flew Delta. There you, you go. You know what I enjoyed? Delta One. You did? Yeah, mm-hmm. Delta One is uh, for the discriminating traveler. It is, yeah. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's a level above it other is. airlines. I think so. I have flown Delta One. I've flown Delta One a couple of times in Europe. You've gone the other way. What do you mean other way? You went to Japan. Oh, you didn't mean I flew other airlines because I would never fly any airline then except for Delta. Delta. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have Delta four or five. It's, oh. It does not discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It's, uh, what, uh, down on the tier. Um, I, I will back you up on those stories about Japan 7-Eleven. I haven't been, but I've watched a lot of videos. Right. And Costco in Japan as well. I haven't been there, Pretty but amazing. same thing. Yeah. yeah it's just, they got a lot what of are we doing stuff. wrong here? Uh, a, not much. I don't know. Just a couple things. Not much. I, like, I was at Costco today. Yeah. What'd you buy? Uh, I bought a box of uh, popcorn, like individually packaged popcorn, because we have our IFTP improv camp mm. coming up in a couple of weeks in the woods and cabins. So I got some popcorn for all of us. Yeah, I mean, we eat more than popcorn there, but it's like just a nice snack. So rather than just making a big pot of popcorn, you're going to have hundreds of wrappers destroy our planet. And you ask what's wrong with the US. I think we found out right now. Mm. And then I got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, got, I got three pallets of plastic bottles. Not, nothing oh, in them. Just, just I just got plastic, plastic bottle bottles just, just to, to give out. Oh, just yeah. to, oh, that's great. And throw out the car on our way up the mountain. They make a little... You throw them. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun to kind of crinkle. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fun to crinkle. You know what else I got? Uh, Dehydrated cost- beef slurpees. Mm-hmm. Beef slur- I got some Dehydrated beef slurpees. beef slurpees. They come in a little pouch. You open them. That's disgusting. Then you pour the water in. Just a water. It sounds like army food. Yeah. Uh, and then I got some, uh, just some, uh, just a couple of crates of uh, styrofoam. So yeah, yeah, that's what I got. Did you, did you break it in little, let all the little pieces 
fall. Good. Any packing peanuts in there? <laughs> I got some packing peanuts. Packing penis? <laughs> Are you packing penis? <laughs> Give me a minute, man. Go and buy me a drink first. What do you think I am? Some sort of gay hooker? You think I'm a gay hooker? I'll see you at the airport. Not a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 podcast has gone a different direction than so, what yeah improv yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I wanted to ask you Jonathan in a in relation to whose line what would you say maybe there isn't or maybe there is the difference between improvising on stage versus in front of a studio audience doing short form games like you're on tour on the road you're going to different theaters it's a type of short form or whatever improv you were doing with Wayne versus you're in the studio there five six hours you're shooting. Uh, well, there's a couple things. One is that there's cameras and you have to make sure you don't, like you could go too far forward, you're blocking the camera that's covering Aisha. So they kind of give you a little, you, it looks much bigger on TV than it is when you're there. It's a pretty small stage. And so you have to know if I'm playing newscasters, I have to kind of stay here. I, cameras will follow you if you go try to do something in the audience or run off to the side, but it's, it doesn't happen a lot because it's just a pain in the butt to try to keep contained. Also, it's like, I feel like in that game, it's, there's a lot of very set things. Like um, when we do a director where, you know, we'll, we'll start a scene in a style. Okay, Jonathan and Ryan, you start. Wayne will come in. Colin will stop it and say, no, no, that's crap. Do it again in this style. It's like, I feel like it's always going to be me and Ryan, and I've got maybe eight seconds before Wayne comes in. And when, once Wayne comes in, it's, I'm, I'm not talking anymore because now Wayne's doing whatever he's improvising. So... It's very much structured, still improv, but I feel like it's very, your turn to talk, stop. Your turn to talk, stop. So it's, 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 that also is what makes it a great show. Consistently funny, easy to shoot a bunch in one day, and because it's so cheap is how they, why it's been picked up for 10 years. But that can be, feel restrictive, as opposed to when you're on stage, you can run out, you can do anything, you can, you know, jump in the rafters and pull the, it's, it's, Less free is the word. Well, they're doing something right because it's the only one that's ever worked. Yeah, no, that's that's right? what I that's what I say. People yeah. sometimes will like, yeah, I don't like the way they do. It. I'm like, yeah, it's well, it's working. And yeah. wh- why fix what ain't broken is makes sense for that show. Dan- it's a dance very is a smart show. guy. Yeah, it's a very fun. And it and it just introduces so many people around the country, maybe mm-hmm. the world, that just don't have access to the art form. Yeah, so that's good. It's that's it's good. kind of why improv is well known. I think. I mean, for sure. Yeah. At least in its form of like. People knew it. Like, I knew Robin Williams improvised. I knew Jonathan Winters would say funny things off the cuff. But they would associate that in that time with stand-up. With stand-up or just with comedy or variety. But it wasn't like, we're going to go see an improv show. That wasn't a thing. Right. I would say a number of the folks, this is the, I think, about the 50th episode we've recorded. A number of the folks I've had on here, their first exposure to improv was through Who's Line. Yes. You know, all different parts of the country they're coming from, and they're now here at IFTP with that little seed planted at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw it on TV. I think probably, I'd say, at least 70% of the guests we've had on, if not more. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Crazy. Crazy. You did that. (laughs) That's a small part of it. All right. Um, So, Jonathan, improv, uh, as we know, I mean, it's played a huge role in your life, but have you seen impact um, from studying improv, learning, performing improv outside of your professional life, but in your personal life? Uh, Yeah, I think that um, I am good at jumping into situations I don't want to jump into, or or maybe risk is a better word. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they're like, 
oh man, I gotta do this. And it's gonna be uncomfortable. I'm like, let's go, wee! Because I'm like, I've done that on stage so many times. It's like, just jump in. I mean, if it's bad, it'll be over soon, right? So it, it does help with, uh, like we, we did a show <laughs> yeah, yeah. recently. And I won't say who, for who or for no, what, no. but it was not a good situation. I was like, let's just jump in the thing and do it. We just jumped in and did it. It was, who cares? It was fine. Uh, but it, it does help, I think, improv training with life, with the, with the yes and and the listening. You know, listening is really important. And it helps, it helps you with that for sure. And uh, I'm sorry about that show. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's more sorry about that than Matt. (laughs) But you know what? We, we, you, we could have gone in like, Hey, Hey folks. But no, we were, we just turned it on. Just did did our show. We did. We did. What are you going to do? Yeah, we did. But you, you really saved, saved the day for me that night. Um, But yeah, is uh, you, your, your attitude about it was really, was really good for me. But you know what? It, it, we, you know what surprised me about that event? It's like few, several people have come up to me after. Oh, that was so fun. I'm like, we didn't really do anything. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, you know, it's over. It's, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Yeah. People are going to ask you about this later. Like, what was that? Uh, yeah, what, what was that? <laughs> what show specifically was that? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> it was for Danube River Cruises. Oh, DRC. The, the, the old, you did that very quickly. Yeah, thanks. Remember that acronym game that we do sometimes? Yeah, it's a fun game. game. Super fun game. It's a really fun game. We should play that sometime. I love that game. Yeah. It's a great game. Maybe, well, no, that's, I don't have that written down. Let's show how it works. So you just, like, I would, we would be in a scene together, yeah. and I'd walk up and say, hey, Bob, nice seeing you. It looks like the tractor facility is coming along. Yeah. I see you got a B-O-J down there. Yeah, I, I uh. First of all, it's good to see you this morning, Carl. Oh, that's uh, nice of you to say. Tractor productivity rate is higher than last quarter. And, uh, and all that is because the... The, uh, the BOJ? Uh, the, yeah, the bearings of Jesus. Yeah, the, the we bearings. Just ins- we installed a new spiritual uh, component to the factory. Right. And off the charts. Was that the shirtless bearings of Jesus? <laughs> yes. or the, yeah, that's what I thought. We, we uh, did a little consult with Sister Roslyn. What oh. was it, Roth? Sister Rhoda? Sister yes. Rhoda. okay, sure. She did a consult. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. 112. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Moving up. 108. What? 108. She's was, Huh? Listen, I've been meaning to comment. Uh, I don't want to be too personal, but I noticed the other day that it looks like you have a new MT. Um, motherfucking trailer. <laughs> yes, I have moved out of the last trailer. Wait, did you just hyphenate motherfucking? Is that, is that are, are you the, is Whoa, the truck factory president, the grammar police now? Yeah, yeah. I went to Purdue. You're not invited to my motherfucking trailer. <laughs> There's the acronym. There game. it is. It's a beautiful example. And uh, we've been recording for more than 60 seconds. That was a well-placed so You can drop uh, an F-bomb. Motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. And the way the game is played is if you keep going, if you want to keep messing with your friends, you just start at, oh, it looks like the J-O-P-Q-M-T. Yeah. Like you just start really, really kind of watching them struggle. That's with so it. fun. Nasty ones. Yeah. Nasty ones. That's so fun. All right. So how did the two of you meet, Jonathan? Matt? Uh, let's see. Um... I've known you for f- several years. I met you probably, I oh, met your wife first. I know where we met. Where? We met at a Chicago concert. Was that the first place? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the first time we really hung out. Uh, but I had met Leah a couple of times prior to that. Right. Um, through our mutual friend, David John, yes. who's a phenomenal actor. I and love improviser. David. Totally. And then, um, and then yeah, so, and then David was there, right? So we all went to the Chicago concert. 
Yeah, you had a black, do you still have that car? You had like a black Porsche. No, I don't have that car anymore. I remember I leased that. That was, that was, that was neat. That was a good car. car. That was a good car. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, But yeah, so that was several years ago now. And then we just, uh, all our buddies and there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I'll do an improv. I know you've done a number of shows together. Uh, Jonathan, we had the pleasure. Of well, this show. guy invites me all the time to do shows, which I love doing. We have so, so much fun thank you, you every time. Yeah, totally. I Don't ever stop asking me to do your shows. Always. Because <laughs> I always. love it. I love it. We will always have you at Improv for the People. Yes. You're like an honorary member. Is that okay for us yeah, to say? Yeah, I love it. I love yeah, it. I think that's fair to say. Wouldn't you say, Michael? I would say that, absolutely. Yeah. I love okay. it. Good. Yeah. I'll take it. Cool. Improv for the manga. Mm-hmm. Ooh, let's mm-hmm. not push it. Okay, okay well, <laughs> just, some, just some branding ideas. We have IFTP everywhere. We can't change it to IFTP, IFTM. Anyway, I, yeah, I we have Jonathan on with us a lot, and uh, Mindy joins us on occasion. Mindy love Mindy. And, yeah. And um, we have a lot of fun people. Annie Surdich and Annie. And Wayne Brady has come by yep. at your kind connection there yes. that made that happen. Um, and then the. Amaze balls, people at Improv for the People. Yeah, yeah. Amaze Absolutely. balls. Absolutely. Amaze balls. I've never been described that, that way. That term stopped being used in 2012. Why? Just so you know. Why? Oh, I know why. Just say it. You have to, you have to, there's just new. I know why. You know what the new word is? Mm-mm. Gag. Gag? Yep. What does that mean? Uh, one of our young friends, Leah, uh, texted something about, hey, you got to come, come come, see our oh, yes, son's band, Wim. Yep. And the response from this young person was, gag. <laughs> we are like, oh, my God. What, what? And she's like, no, it, like, gag. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So that's the thing now. Gag. No cap. Straight no facts. Cap. No yeah. cap. What? No cap, straight facts. You're very, this one here is very uh, hip with uh, the, 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 the young lingo. Yeah. I was a middle school teacher, so you, you, ah. gotta, you know you got to be up on it, or you're going to get destroyed. So. <laughs> they just speak differently. I, I, sometimes when I read their texts, it's like, wait, what? Why are you reading children's texts? That's a good question. In Thank you. California, <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> but other places, oh, no. You do? Uh, oh when I no! Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> when I travel, oh, oh no! The Danube. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I've been it's like a the summons. <laughs> I've just been fired by facts. Yeah. You're wanted in the French courts. In the French courts. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, any other questions, Michael Lee Evans? Uh, about uh, what you have going on outside of this room? Yes. Yes. But we'll, we'll move past those for now. Good. <laughs> um, Jonathan, uh, I just have a couple more questions for you, then we're going to get to our games. Uh, so my first question is, what are some projects you're working on right now that you're excited about? Oh, man. Um, I have a couple different um, comedy game show ideas that I'm that I'm have taken out and I'm pitching and is you jokes. What can I say that? Yeah, you can say you jokes. You jokes is not one of them. Um, I love that show. I have, I have, uh, one is there's one really fun one that I have. That's kind of like a, um, imagine, um, curb your enthusiasm Mm -hmm. happening, but imagine that happening on location and no one else knows that they're improvising a scene. So it's a sitcom being shot with hidden cameras and the people that are there don't know Mm. and that they affect the story because sometimes they're a question might be asked of them or they might be asked to do something. 
So that's cool. Okay. Um, I have a really fun show uh, with um, comedians that perform, and then a uh, bartender makes a drink based on their act. Oh. So I've been pitching that this week. Um, three drink minimum, it's called, because uh-huh. there's three comedians. Uh, and there, there's always like different. I, I find that the, the people that are successful, I, I haven't had, I haven't sold a show that's been on television. Um, I've sold some things, but they've never gone past just ordering or, or pilot. So when I look at the people I know that are successful at that, they have six, seven, eight, nine, ten things on their board in different stages. Like this one's brand new and we just start talking about it. This one is halfway ready. This one we're out pitching. So I've tried to take on that kind of like, you don't, you don't just pick a show and go, this is my baby. I'm going to sell this. No. Yeah. You get a big fat list. You start, you push each one of them as forward as they'll go. Then you go back and do it again. So try to do that. Um, so... I'm also still on the road with Wayne. He's very busy now, so we're on the road less than we used to be. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's just trying to... Hopefully, the SAG strike will end, which it hasn't by the, at the time of this taping, so hopefully that can end. Then when Let's Make a Deal wraps in November, I can audition for, for TV and, and film because um, that's fun to do. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a lot of exciting projects. and It's fun. Yeah, that it's advice fun. of, you know, have a list of 10 things yeah. versus, like, put all your eggs in one basket. Never do that. Falls through. Plus, if you, when you sell a show or two, then you can say, hey, you like that, these, how about this? I've got all these yeah, things. Exactly. And, then, and if you become hot, they want everything. Like, they'll, they'll even on, buy on. your turds. They will buy, <laughs> from, from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a... Uh, that's good. Yeah. That's great. So uh, everyone, they'll buy your turds. Just take they'll that buy advice. They'll your turds. Literally. <laughs> I thought you said terms. You oh, said turds? turds? Turds. They'll buy your turds. Like poo-poo? Yeah, like if you have like a poo-poo. really dumb show, mm-hmm. like The Danube Tourist. Mm-hmm. It's Danube. <laughs> I know, that's why. Because this show, I can't even pronounce <laughs> it's it. It's The Danube. The Danube. <laughs> well, no wonder it didn't work. <laughs> uh, no, they, they're just interested in everything you have, which is why oh, sometimes yeah. you'll see like a big showrunner that you're like, oh, Chuck Lorre or somebody, and like yeah, you watch yeah. their show, like, this is horrible. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. but just the fact that he wrote it, they yeah. buy it. Right, yeah. right. So It's like every couple of years, someone blows up, and you yeah. see them everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And then you get sick of them, because we don't want to see their turds all the time. <laughs> Not right. all the time. We'll right. buy your turds. one eight seven seven turds for tots. Well, can we talk about You that can buy their turds today. Boop, boop. So just to clarify, you're you're buying kids turds, yeah. and he's reading kids messages. Well, he didn't know which kids no. were in need of turds. How are we gonna coordinate? Okay, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore that. <laughs> there are two commercials. That one, yeah. This, this one, I, mm. I'm not dissing the commercials. God love them for their good work. But where do they get the budget for that one? Yep. And the mesothelioma. Commercial. Oh, I was like man. every on CNN. It's like every other commercial is that. I get the importance. It's a, that's a, that's a good thing. But they must have a lot of money. The the pharmaceutical companies do have a lot of money. No, yeah. big pharma. The big cars pharma. for tots. I've heard is a weird like scam thing. It's cards for kids. Car- oh oh With no K's. wonder. No were you, wonder. Were you, were, you, uh, were you participating with Cars for Tots? I was. Well, that's not anything. Oh, not, oh I'm, no. I can't, can't write that off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Mine, mine actually gives working cars to children to drive. <laughs> no, that's oh. not. You're supposed yeah. to donate. Right, yeah. Let's move on. Okay. What? All right. Um, okay. This 
video sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace. Does your website need a refresh? Squarespace offers three different packages for each of your website needs. Just follow the link and type squarespace.com backslash IFTP for your 400% discount. Hey, they pay you? Yeah. Yeah. You've done, announce- you've done product announcements a lot. I have. What you just did there was a mix of what you do on, uh, what's it called, that little game show? Uh, let's make, let's a make a deal. And improv. Yes. So you, you improvised that little bit that you did about Squarespace, but you did it through the, the filter of a professional product announcer on a national game show. That is insightful of yeah. you, Matt. Wow. Yeah. That is really, yeah. it's not something I would have, no, that's, that's really. That's pretty good. Yeah. Where did, hotel management was it's your hotel, degree? Yeah, okay. University. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Must have had a minor or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, Jonathan. Uh, my last question for you this evening. Before we do some improv, okay. Um, thinking about, let's say, the next calendar year, um, are there any goals that you have for yourself as a performer, as an improviser, as an actor that you'd like to accomplish in the next year, or uh, just some personal things you'd like to work on as a performer? You're like, you know, next time I'm on stage, I want to focus on this. You know, yes, and it's more of a general answer. I I like video games. Mm. The reason I like them, like World of Warcraft, which I play a lot, mm-hmm. is because every time you play, you get a little bit better. Mm. So I don't, I don't care what it is I'm doing as long as I feel like I am moving forward and increasing. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's, you know, if I sell something or if I get an acting part or if, you know, I can renegotiate a contract here or there. It's just I like to feel like I'm moving forward and not stagnating. Mm. And so as long as that happens, I am happy, and that's my goal. And if I feel like one is like, if I feel like, you know, selling shows is not moving forward, then hopefully I'll be getting some roles so I can feel like, oh, it's happening over here. Um, otherwise, I, I, don't like, I don't like not feeling like, I don't like feeling I'm at the same place that I was a year before, as long as one of the dimensions of the things I'm doing are moving forward. Do you know one thing that I, <clears throat> I like a lot? That's of great, Matt. Let's play some. I was going to compliment you. I was going to compliment you, man. But if you want to move on, no, I'm joking. Did you just find some time? (laughs) One thing I respect about you, I respect a lot of things about you. Uh, But one one of those things is that even in your career, which is just really, you know, it's an amazing career, and you're you're excellent at what you do. You always say, you always see value. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but you always see value in saying yes to even small things or a tiny little black box in East L.A. Hey, man, you want to come do an improv? You're the kind of person that says yes to those things. And I think there are a lot of people around who would be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And um, I'm sure there are things you would say no to. But by by and large, I... I, I find you uh, very positive about things like that. Thanks, thanks. I mean, I like being that way. I think you know what's what's the worst, yeah, that's or best that could happen. Too. Like the best is I'll I'll have a good time with yes. funny people. Maybe I'll meet some new people. Yes. Maybe I'll meet a connection that turns into a thing. Of some, and like what's like what's the bad thing? That, like nothing right. really. I mean, right. you have a bad show. It's like yeah, hey, whatever. Then then you still get to talk to your teammates like boy that one sure was a stinker and then now you're having a good time talking about how crappy it was so it's like there's no it's really great it's no way to lose yeah i love that about you yeah Yeah. that's really good that was something you can good that you can pull from it no matter what absolutely even if it's a show that happened 
recently. Yeah. Are you going to bring that up again? It's <laughs> just, right. just a relevant example. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we ready to do some improv. Yeah, sure. Let's All right. Do it. Amazing. So we've got three games we're going to be playing here tonight. Uh, this first game that we're going to be playing is called, I'm scrolling down in my notes. Um, that's not the name of the game. Uh, the name of the game is Guided Tour. What's so, it called? Guided Tour. Oh, okay. So in this game, uh, let's see. Uh, Matt, I'm going to have you playing a tour guide. I'm a tour okay. And uh, Jonathan and I are guests on this tour. And I'm going to give us a suggestion of a very ordinary location that All we're right. taking this tour. And uh, you know what's going to be your job? Just to, to guide us on this tour. And Jonathan and I will uh, we'll explore our way through this wonderful, somewhat ordinary location that okay. we're in today. You know, who knows? Um, the two of you are asking questions? Oh, or? yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think if we're on this tour, that, that says a lot about Great. us. Great. It says a lot about us. All right. So we are... Mm. Mm. We're at a local park. Oh, a local park. A local park. Ordinary place. And, uh, you know, uh, I'll say lights up, scene will start, and I'll black us out when we're done. Great. Okay. Fantastic. Lights up. Uh, gentlemen, I'd like to, first of all, thank you for coming to the park tour today. Um, it's an interesting park on the east side of Sacramento, and it is called Green Park. I, I can't have the police find me. I'm sorry? I can't have the police find me. Okay, sir, you signed up for this tour of Green Park, though, so we're going to be together outside uh, in, in, um, in the neighborhood where a lot of people There's can foliage. see foliage. Is there foliage available? It's mostly a baseball field, as you can see. There's not one tree around us, which is why Green Park is in, many people say, shouldn't be named that. Oh, I'm going to squat low. Yeah. I'm going to squat sir, low the up, whole time. Sir, get up. Get up. I'm, I, I'm, I'm Stand up. Stand up. If, if I go back, will you give this message to Timmy? I, I, yeah, yes, what is it? That's where he can get the cars for tots if he wants to <laughs> leave the state. Okay, just can you just email that to me? Thank you so much. Because I do want to show you. Hang on, let me pull out my desktop computer. Keep it in my backpack. Oh, you brought your desktop on a yeah. park tour. Oh. That's my, starting up. Okay. Okay, and you, if we could just make this quick, sir. Can, uh, I, can I use a hotspot on your Android? Yes, yes. How did you know I had an Android? You seem like the type. Okay. What's your email? Uh, 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 Sent. Park got. I didn't tell you what the... Look oh, at your phone. Like, how did you... Just let's keep the police out of this. Keep the police out of this is yeah. exactly what you said to me. Yeah. Okay, listen. Uh, you have gobbled up most of the tour time today? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I, it's okay. It sounds like you have some very important things going on. Look, I'm I'm a member of uh, Parks Across America. Hey, My goal is to tour uh, every local park in the nation. We give you a stamp at the end of the tour. Uh, you do, and um, I've got to say, this is the most interesting park I've been to because of you, sir. What? Uh, you just well, excuse me. I have not even mentioned one fact about Green Park. Oh, I don't break, care about that. Breaking out of prison is not an easy thing to do. Absolutely not. This is but they, they never think you'll go to a park, which of is why I signed not. up for the tour. On, it's uh, genius. Yeah. Thank you. You're a genius. I feel like I am. I'm, I'm sort of inspired by your work. What's your email? <laughs> Officers, it's this gentleman right over here. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you, you, you betrayed me. You anyway, our a, next... You betrayed you, betray, you son of a bitch. Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> I 
didn't get to get one fact. <laughs> I got the fact that there was a baseball diamond in there. You know what's interesting it. though is that is that like right away you kind of establish yourself as a straight person, yep. which then tells me to fuck with you, right? Yes. If yeah, you had come right. out, if you had come out like, oh, I can't. I guess I have to give the tour today. My my colostomy is leaking, and yeah. oh hello. Then I go, oh, um, I just really want just want a tour. Like yeah. I see yeah. you're crazy. I play straight, but because you were so straight, Love I it. played crazy. Love it. Yeah, that was that was super fun. Uh, I liked how you uh, joined alliances with the nut. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, that was really that was fun super fun. Whatever was at this park was not as interesting. Yeah, as that this. was that was so fun. Yeah. He knew uh, you had an android. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's so you can tell. What a you seem like the kind of guy. <laughs> That's really cheap funny. Bastard. You cheap bastard. Cheap <laughs> bastard. I bet his screen's cracked too. <laughs> yep. Okay, the bit's over. Yeah. God. Oh. 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 God. I've got family members who will hear this okay. who love me. I think they do. I think they do. I guess. I guess I did say blog out. Mm. What? <laughs> all right. First of all, that's also the first time I've ever been a stri- accused of a straight being a straight man. Oh, yeah. Did you say penis straight man? <laughs> what? Packing penis. Packing penis. Packing penis. Packing. What's the next improv game? Mm, uh, <laughs> this next game, uh, you know, it's oddly topical because you mentioned it uh, during our interview, uh, probably similar to the Who's Line format you played, Indecisive Director, right? Uh, so I'm going to give you guys a setup, a suggestion, let's say for a relationship. You're going to play that scene. I'll be your director. We're going to cut. We'll redo the scene in a different genre. Oh, okay. okay. Simple right. as that. Classic right. short form. Fun. It's just, uh, you know, one of, one of the greats. Sure. One of the greats sure. short form. All right. And the game, uh, sorry, your relationship is going to be, ooh, Dr. Nurse. It's oh. your relationship. Dr. Nurse. Medical professionals. Yes. Mm. All right. And lights up. Uh, I, I just want to tell you... Um, that you're charting the last month since you joined the hospital team. It's been incredible. It's, it has been. It's been. It's the finest charting yes. that you've ever seen. Yes, Richard. Um, and I just want to thank you for that because I think what you're doing is saving lives. Dr. Farr, I think my work is done here. Uh, no, no. You are on a six-month contract to the university hospital. Once I've changed yeah. lives... I move on to the next hospital and the next, for the wandering nurse never rests. None of this was given to me earlier. Dr. I was Farr. Never told cut, 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 cut. Oh, my gosh. It's so weird to do it without standing and moving, like just sitting. It's such a, so it's such a weird. Yeah. I feel contained. Yes, I feel like I feel very I feel what contained. What you're doing, Michael, is containing our absolutely. Our passion. I, yes. I'm, you know, restraints uh, create the greatest creativity. Yes, it's like that's See? how a diamond is made. It is. No, no, no pressure, no, no diamonds. Okay. No pressure, no Did diamonds. Did you just poo-poo a diamond? I did. I went... <laughs> turd. There are people in the business that will buy that turd from you. If you <laughs> there, saw there two is. of those shows. There is. Yeah. But uh, gentlemen, we're, we're on set here. Sorry. Oh, sorry, we're Mr. Director. I, look, I love to have a familial relationship with my talent, but please, I've hired you to act on this set. And I got to tell you, you are not doing this script justice. This is a Scorsese film, Uh-oh. so I want to see Scorsese-style acting in here. Mm. You know, whatever you got to do, spice up the dialogue, whatever that is. We are not selling out with these performances right now. So we'll take that back. We'll take that back. Top of the scene, I want to see Scorsese. Give me Scorsese. All right. I've been looking through your charts. And I got to tell you, kid, the work you've been doing the last month in this hospital, looking at your charts, 
saving lives. Good. Good. Huh. Good. Good. I'm just saying, I'm looking at your resume. Fantastic. I got you for six more months. Cut, 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 cut. <laughs> Oh, my. That was a mistake. I'm so sorry. <laughs> a, a PA walked by and whispered Scorsese in my ear, and I took the suggestion. Blame oh, the no. Blame I, the people. I thought your only line was, go ahead. And I thought, <laughs> that's not going to sell. That's not going to no. sell. Uh, uh, we've got to try something else. I, oh God, this, this script is such a shit show. But I, you know yeah. what? We're going to find something from it. You know, this is a very fluid set we're working on here. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I think this is a rom-com, you know, I'm, this is a late nineties. We know Meg Ryan, you've got mail, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, some classic stuff. That's what I want to see. There's, there's a tension here. Right. I want to see that. I want to see that today on set. I think this is the, the direction for us. All right. We're rolling. We're rolling. Speed. Action. So, uh, looking through your chart here. I'm pregnant. Answer. That is beautiful. You're, Are you serious? You're the mother. <laughs> I don't know how that works, and I baby, don't care. Baby, it doesn't matter. It doesn't Love matter. Love doesn't need rules. Don't cut this out yet, because I'm not done. It was too yeah. aggressive at the yeah. end. It was, yeah. it was too aggressive. Yeah. I was really channeling uh, yeah. a young Julia Roberts. That's, that's who I saw. As I can see that. I can totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. I was an old Lou Rawls. <laughs> Whatever happened to Lou? I don't even know who that is. I just—it's a you random don't? name. Is it a singer? Maybe yeah, Lou Rawls okay. is a singer. Yeah, I believed you. So. Thank you. Okay, I was going to say the old is redundant. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Um, so for our last game that we're going to be playing, uh, this game is called Boys Night. Oh, Boys Night! Say it with me. Boys, Boys Night. Night. And uh, here on Boys Night. One of us, of the three of us, is going to be celebrating something. And uh, we're having a boys' night to celebrate that thing. And we'll see what shenanigans. Seems what? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Ensue. Ah. Mm. Okay. All right. Lights up. Oh, oh boy. Oh. Having you two in my garage means one thing. It's a celebration tonight. Come on. Come on. I never thought after that kind of shaking that you would still be standing. Well, listen, what? You, this is a restaurant. You gave me a you gave me a good shaking, and I'll tell you what, that's the best yoga class I've ever been to. Hot yoga earthquake class. <laughs> earthquake class. Earthquake class. You know what? You also signed up for the introductory offer and you loved it too. I did as well, and I was so proud of you for being pointed out as a teacher's example. They said, well, look at look at Jethro over there. Well, and that downward dog. On. That dog was barking. That dog was barking. I am sorry that I landed on top of you well, so many times. You know what? Some, after the second or third time, I thought maybe it was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I'm signing up for the 2 p.m. class. I already signed you up for the 2 p.m. class. Well, man loves a man. <laughs> Good time to black out. Blackouts. <laughs> I think that's the most we've ever touched. Although we touch each other a lot in shows. We touch a lot in shows. Nobody cares, right? No. Nobody, everybody's all over each other. Yeah. Usually, that was, yeah. That, yeah, there are some people, some people get weird about it. You, you shook hands, or 
when when you arrived. So there you go. That was the second mouse you've touched. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah give a little, little hug. I like that we ended with a song. Yeah. You can always end a scene with a song. <laughs> Is that rule number six? Yep. Number always six. place. Always place. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, excellent improv. Thank you so much. I've uh, done improv for smaller audiences. <laughs> <laughs> can I jump in? I know we're on t- time here, but... Uh, yes. I have to know what is like you'd mentioned earlier. Other than he's our such fiasco. a control freak, like he won't even let you do your job. Ju- I'm sorry, go, go ahead. Is no, not HR is going to hear about this. Yeah, that's not true. Listen to me when yeah. I'm talking. Um, uh, tell us a show other than our thing, but tell us a show like Nightmare. A show Nightmare, or like an improv show. Nightmare? Yeah, maybe like an audience member because sometimes they can get maybe they're all drunk. Um, all- audience members, I mean. I remember a show that was crazy where it was an, a comedy sports show before I started doing SAC theater. They booked us for this thing and it was us here in front of a long pool. So the swimming au- pool. So yeah, swimming pool okay. at a resort. And we're standing on the sidewalk like with our feet up to where you would jump in the pool, right? Mm-hmm. Pool's closed. The pool goes for like eight feet. And then on the other side of the pool is the audience, right? Oh, perfect. But... They're not sitting down because on the other side of the pool is a long table that spans the pool with all of the food, the buffet food on it. Behind that table, there are circular tables with people eating. But there's always a line of people (laughs) getting food onto their plate. So at one time, at any time, only eight people can see us because they're, they're blocking us Phenomenal. So, and we're not microphones, so we're screaming oh, outside on. in Florida uh-huh. in the 100 degree heat. Yeah. For basically, it's just a rotating group of eight <laughs> who are never, <laughs> never around long enough to hear us start or finish a yes. bit. So, we're basically ignored. Yes. I think we each got $50 and they were like, hardest, eight of us. Hardest we can ever have to do yeah. for 50 bucks. So, that's my, that's my one of the nightmares. That's a pretty good shows. One. That's a pretty good. And what's one. the venue? I'd I'd love to play. It was just a, it was, yeah, right. It was a. Have you heard of the Quality Inn? Have oh. you heard of these? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. They don't do turn down. They might. I don't want the quality people in no. people to get no. upset with them. They might do turn down. That yeah, that's a rough deal. Yeah, that's a rough. Yeah, deal. That's a rough one. What's your worst? Uh, other than you know. Other than the show that <laughs> shall not be mentioned. Well, that was probably it. Yeah, that's probably it. Oh yeah, that was, and you happened to be there with me. Uh, yeah, I was just in a room that wasn't conducive to any, not just improv, but any sort of performance of any kind. And it was loud and bouncy and the people weren't there for uh, entertainment. And that wasn't the purpose that nobody knew it was going on. And uh, yeah, you're leaving out so many things in the center yeah. of this very bouncy marble floored room was a circular table with a diameter of maybe 12 feet, yes. which took up at least 20% of the room. Yes. Covered in food, food and a tower. Food. And so we're just kind of standing against the wall. Yeah. Trying to do the show through the food. Right. To people that just wanted to drink. And they were. And they were drinking. Yeah. And it was so loud that the, the echo was so loud in the room. Exactly what it was. It's exactly what it was. Oh, and then I went over to the uh, to the person who who 
brought us in and I said, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> she was very quick to say, I don't need it. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but for those, for those two examples, a million great shows. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Well, let's be more realistic, 40. Maybe about 40. Yeah, about 45 40 good shows to one bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, Michael, I'm, I'm done. That ratio sounds about right. Yeah. 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 40, 40 to 1. Of, That's a good. Yeah. 40 to 1. 40 to 1. All right. Uh, so, Jonathan, yes. before we conclude tonight's episode, are there any final words you want to leave us with? Words of wisdom. Uh, could be if there's something you want to plug, something you want to share with us. there's something audience. I want to what? Plug. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Not even a person. Is there something you want to fuck? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yes, I am on uh, all the social medias. Instagram is at Jonathan Mangum. There's so many other ones. I think I'm on at Jonathan Mangum on threads. I think I'm at Mangum1 on Twitter, which is X. On Facebook, I'm the Mangum. Uh, <laughs> TikTok? Yeah, at Mangum1, I think, on TikTok. All right. All right. Um, so, yeah, follow me there. And uh, don't go re-listen to that uh, genre scene. <laughs> we did. Just, that's, a, that's a one-time only uh so don't yeah don't don't replay that yeah maybe we can edit that (laughs) oh i'm not touching it (laughs) okay okay um yeah very good you asking me if i want to plug anything no okay (laughs) oh and my kids band we're whim at w-e-r-e-w-h-i-m and they're on spotify too so check them out Amazing. All right. And I will say, your social media game, on point. You know, very active. You got stories. You really? Got I don't reels. feel like I am, but thank you. Yeah. I know uh, people that are really, really good at it, and I don't feel like I am, but thank you. That's a, it's a tricky game. Thank but you. I think consistency is the main thing, right? Yeah. Ton of fun. Ton of fun. Well, thank you so much to Matthew Moore and Jonathan Mangum for coming on Improv for the Podcast. Uh, as always, you can find Improv for the Podcast anywhere you find podcasts. And uh, if you want to see... Matt's and Jonathan's lovely faces. Come check us out on YouTube at Improv for the Podcast. Uh, as always, we'll be back next week with another episode. But until then. Improv for the Podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans. Edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans. And finally, presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.